All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Real Talks. We have Herb Thompson with us here. He is currently a management consultant, an executive MBA student at Cornell University. He retired from the Army Special Forces in March 2019. He served 20 plus years in the Army. He ended his service as a Special Forces Green Beret. In 2008, he earned the U.S. Army Drill Sergeant of the Year Award. He's also the only person in the history of Army to have earned this award and the Green Beret. I can tell you right now, that's a pretty big accomplishment coming from being a veteran myself. This is going to be such an amazing conversation, but that's not even where it stops. He then writes a book called The Transition Mission to help veterans transition into civilian life based on his experiences and those of people that he knows. That's available anywhere you can buy books. Couldn't stop there, so he starts a business, FSF to Biz. It's a 5013C3 with a mission to help empower Special Forces veterans to seize opportunities in business. He now resides in his own little piece of heaven in Washington, D.C. In his free time, he's supporting veterans, taking hikes, spoiling his Labradoodle Liberty Bell, and spending time with his two amazing sons. This is going to be an amazing 10 minutes. I don't even think that's going to be enough. So Herb, take it away. Let's get started. Yeah, no, it's great to be here. I always say I start my journey, you know, not when I was born, but probably when uh, I joined the Army at the age of 17, and that dictated kind of how the rest of the life went. And uh, something I was, you know, always wanting to be since I was, you know, seven, eight years old, I want to be a soldier. And then came a point I was able to accomplish my goals in the military and then what's next. That's kind of where uh, I found myself probably three, four years ago. So I think, I think this conversation is going to be interesting, right? Because while, while your book is tailored towards veteran transition, I think transition is kind of something everyone's going through, especially right now with COVID and everything going on. So talk to us a little bit about transition, what that was like for you and, and kind of how we'll focus on our transition story. Yeah, I think first is identifying it's going to be a process. It's going to take work. And thankfully, some people, you know, I had a mentor sit me down, talk to me about that uh, over a couple of nights. He became a mentor. He was a mentor. And then it really was like, who am I? What is my identity? What hopefully I have a long life. What are they going to put on my tombstone? You know, what's going to be in my obituary? What are people going to say? And if they only say what I've already done, well, then what am I doing with the rest of my life? So really, I had to figure out who I was. You know, that took a lot of self-reflection. And then it was, okay, once I'm starting to figure out who I am, now where am I going and where do I want to go? And figuring that out. And I think that's common in any transition, whether you're switching from like maybe, you know, working in a warehouse to now I'm going to go work in sales somewhere. It's a transition. Now, yeah, from the military, it's a life process change of who am I and then where am I going? And then I better bust my butt to get there. And information, you know, talking to people is how I did it. Uh, you know, I had over 2,000 informational interviews because I wanted to make an informed decision about my transition, about my future. I didn't know what I didn't know. And I knew I didn't know a lot. <laughs> and that kept going like that. Um, you know, just get more information. So 2000 interviews. What was that like? No, it was great. At first, you know, maybe it was a little bit of a chore at first of like, hey, let's talk, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes. But then it became once I realized it wasn't about me and I was interested in learning about the other person, then it became it was fun. It became almost addictive that oh, I get to learn about them. And oh, by the way, that's helping me define who I am and where I'm going and giving me some information to kind of fix left and right where I'm going to be heading. So obviously 20 years working in special forces. What was that transition like from, from a mental point of view? Can you give us a little bit of insight into that? Yeah, I think the biggest thing I tell people is, and this, this will work for me, is I realized I wasn't going backwards. You know, what was done was done and it was a chapter probably the biggest pinnacle of my life was leading 200 people into an area that was surrounded by Taliban and owning it for 10 days. And I was the ground force commander uh, as, a, as an E7. Oh, wow. Like this is the pinnacle. I was, you know, calling in airstrikes, 
survived three ambushes in 10 days, one of them in an unarmored truck. It's like, okay, if I try to match that in anything after this, I'm going to fail. So I just had to come to grips with, I'm not going to match that. But can I get something that's similar? It may not be a direct match, but what did I get from that experience? What did I get from all my other military experience? And where can I find that? Maybe some of it's a work, some of it's by writing a book, some of it's by helping veterans, some of it's, you know, in a local organization, wherever, and I get bits and pieces here and there. So tell, tell people a little bit about that transition, because going from an ambush over 10 days to now managing in business, how does that transition happen? Yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of direct correlation. It's just getting people to see it, because what people see is maybe the blood and guts or jumping on a plane, shooting a gun, but what was all that planning that went into that operation? What was all the processes you did throughout that? What were the decisions you are making in ambiguous situations where you didn't have all the data, but you had to make a decision quickly. And yeah, profit and loss wasn't at stake. It was lives were at stake, but you had to quick calculated decisions, assuming risk. And then that transfers to business. Now the language is different, how we do it's different, but those skills, I think, especially right now in the times of COVID is showing of like, some people are obviously are freaking out, rightfully so, you know, it's, it's, it's a scary thing that we're all dealing with, but also the uncertainty of, oh, I know I have to work from home or no, we got to change stuff. And we're, and I'm like, okay, this is, we're just changing. This is fine. Like let's, nobody's shooting at us. Let's take a, <laughs> take a breath and we're going to be okay. I love that. And, and you bring up such a great point, a point that I think uh, deserves going back to and talking a little bit about how, how can people better prepare themselves to, to deal with change that's coming up, right? Because the one thing that's certain is there's uncertainty. Yeah, I think just always preparing. So it can be as simple as visualizing the possibilities. What are your contingencies? Uh, maybe it's, hey, this is how everything's going right what could go wrong and let me start to formulate a plan of how I'm going to address that or how we as an organization are going to do that. Then when it actually happens, you've already covered a lot of the territory. In some cases you can just act because you've already planned it out. Or in other cases you're like, Oh, that's similar to the one thing we said was going to go wrong. Now we can adjust. So I think that really helps. And then perspective, you know, is at the end of the day, what's the worst that can happen right now? Okay, maybe we lose our job. Maybe we get sick, you know, and that's a different thing with the COVID. But what is the worst thing that can happen? Okay, let's be ben uh, grateful for what we have right now and kind of have some perspective. Yeah, I love that. So I try to I try to practice gratitude myself and then take it from the concept of I'm grateful for the struggle because it gives me a better perspective for the next struggle that comes up. Certainly, certainly, definitely is. And I think, you know, that's, that's what builds character, you know, character is just not given, it's built over time going through, it's not through going through good times, though, you know, some of it comes from that. it's going through them tough times and how you overcome and you learn and maybe you didn't do it the best, but you survive through it and then you improve for the next time. So I, uh, I, I, I kind of know the answer to this one, but I think it'd be a funny one to kind of talk about with everyone. So a drill sergeant and special forces. Talk to us a little bit about uh, some drill sergeant things, some mentalities that we can have, how we can get better disciplined inside of our life. Yeah, I, just process. Um, I think one, everybody thinks, wow, you were a drill sergeant and a green beret, you're going to be the biggest a-hole on earth. <laughs> and hopefully we're, you know, that's going away right now as we're talking, but it's all about processes, right? Like, hey, what is discipline? What is that? You know, do I have a process that I'm going to follow? Can I stick to that? And that can be just waking up, going through your daily routine. Do you have a routine? Can you go through that? But same at work, like, you know, repetition makes good. It's not like we did a good one time and now let's do it another time. So it's not good. No, like get them good repetitions. in. I think, you know, understand there's a drill sergeant and then as a green brave, but I think a bigger thing for me has been understanding as a leader that when I'm training people, and that's what I did as a green brave, especially what I did as a drill sergeant was I know what I know. 
but I don't know what that other person knows. Or maybe it's the first time they're ever doing this and I've done it 10,000 times. So I need to take a step back and break it down to the most basic level so they understand it in a quick and concise manner so then they can implement it. And I, and I, I love that piece too. And I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of people look at special forces and what they see on the movies and everything like that. But really and truly a big component of it is training other forces and, and teaching them how to be kind of self-sufficient. So what are some other tips that, that we can all take in as leaders when we're trying to train someone? Yeah, uh, it's hard to do, but put yourself in their situation. How are, it's not, it's not about you as a leader or as a trainer. It's about them because that's what you're there for. So how are they, how are they receiving what you're, you know, putting down, what you're giving them, what you're showing them, but also like, does this make sense? Is this actually what we should be doing? And then we understand that. And then perfection can be the, you know, the worst thing ever. Don't strive for, you know, you strive for, but you're never going to attain it. So is it good enough? And I always used to say, hey, is this Afghan good enough or Iraq good enough, Syrian good enough, whatever the country, because that's what it had to be that good enough. It didn't have to be Herb's standard of good enough or, you know, the American standard. So I think sometimes just good enough can get you a long ways. That's so good. Perspective is critical. Tell us a little bit more about where we can connect with you, a little bit more about how we can find out what you're doing and some of the things you got coming up. Yeah, definitely. The easiest way, probably because I'm on there all the time, is LinkedIn. Uh, Herb Thompson, SF to Biz. Look for this face uh, with a lot of hair. <laughs> you can't um, miss it. <laughs> yeah, there. Um, obviously, you know, I got a website, SF to Biz for the nonprofit. And then we're looking to do some stuff we're working on the next couple of months to really make an impact on the transition um, space for people leaving the military. So stay tuned. And it's awesome. Any veterans, anyone in general, just trying to improve their transition life, definitely connect with them. Check out his book. We'll link all of that up in the show notes for this. Herb, thank you so much for coming on and getting real with us. No, it's my privilege. Uh, anytime. This is...